0: This is in the zone. It's Maurice Drummond. Maurice, that's an introduction that I, you know what? Can we just start it over? I, I want to hear that introduction again. Man.
1: <laughs> you guys, you guys really know how to warm up a guest, man. I, I really, I'm always honored to come on with you guys. Hey, thanks a lot, fellas, and um, you know what? You're doing an unbelievable job, and uh, I can't thank you enough for uh,
0: for letting me come on. On the In the Zone Network. For neighborhood fun and great pizza, stop by at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. It's just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery at the corner of Arsenal and Lim. Check out either their original hand-tossed pizzas, which are baked with mozzarella, parmigiana, and Mediterranean oregano or their thick crust Sicilian pizzas baked in olive oil along with Sicilian tomato filet sauce and Mediterranean oregano. They also have panini sandwiches, soups, and salads that can go along with your meal. You can also stop in for their brunch every Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Cafe Piazza also brings fun to the neighborhood next door with the Benton Parkade, an entertaining spot filled with pool tables, arcade games, darts, and more. So head on over to Cafe Piazza and the Benton Parkade, Located at 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp. Open Monday to Thursday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday from 11 a.m. to midnight. Saturday from 10 a.m. to midnight. And Sunday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening
1: to the In The Zone Network. I'm Maurice Drummond, KMOV Morning Anchor. You're listening to In The Zone.
2: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Palm Alexander, a.k.a. the living legend, K-I-L. One L and kill, but kill still kills. Joining me in studio, in our studio, sponsored by Cafe Piazza, is the morning news anchor and KMOV TV, the mayor, Maurice Drummond. I got that in one take. Uh, you know what? That's why I'm working with a professional. You know,
1: do not try this at home, folks. It's dangerous. It's not easy. But I actually witnessed it right here, right here in the studio. Oh, man. That I mean, was great, man. How you doing?
2: I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm glad you, that you came down to Gotham as Captain Farmer called. <laughs> <it>. uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you came down in yeah. studio uh, with us. And... I wanted to, to do something different, man. I mean, because I've had you on so many times, mm-hmm. and you've helped the network in so many ways. The last time I had you on, you was a sports director.
1: Oh, right? yeah, you know, that was in the, Seems, I,
2: that was in the past.
1: You know what? Seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. You know, when you think about all the things that have happened in the world since then, man, it's is uh, it's this is uh, it's different now, isn't it?
2: So how has that adjustment uh, been for you? I watched you on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, evolve your career, evolve. Yeah, and now you're, you're anchoring in the morning. And to me, this is the most comfortable I've ever seen you look. Do you really? feel that you that comfortable?
1: Well, first of all, Palmer, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, it's. It's uh, I think it's been different because you know you you do something your entire life, which is which is sports, um, you know, being a, from being a fan to you know, going to college and and covering sports in college, covering sports you know for 30, 30 plus years as a as a professional, and now you switch over and do news, um, you know, I wasn't exactly sure how the transition would go, but I think overall, um, I, I think. I think for me, what turned the corner was, you know, I took over um, doing, um, you know, doing news at a point where we're we're at a point where we had the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, the whole world changed. You know, then we saw George Floyd. I just realized that from 35 years of covering sports and realized how much people love sports and get into it, and how much sports is a part of everyone's communities. That what I was doing for news may be the most important thing. That you know I'll ever do in my career because now you're talking about dealing with this virus and people need information. They need correct information. Um, lives run the line here. Um, you know when you're talking about you know the things that happened you know surrounding the death of George Floyd. You know where you know human rights, black lives, um, everything has become more into focus. And so I'm like, hey. Uh, I'm doing something right now that really means more to people, maybe, you know, ever maybe in the history of this country. So, um, for you to say it, I'd look comfortable, you know, <laughs> doing doing something with that type of, uh, you know, th- you know the the gravity of that type of those type of subjects. I, I appreciate that because
2: these are some some really trying times, especially in the news. Whether it's uh, dealing with the election mm. and misinformation and and fake news being peddled, and and you want to make sure that you're not sounding partisan when you sure. deliver the news, oh, yeah. because people are watching because, closely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and especially too, you can't deny, especially when you're black delivering the news, if you do appear partisan, yeah, you you're going to hear about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think the whole thing is, you know, whether I'm. You know, I'm always going to be a black man doing sports or news. So I think what I try to do is just to make sure that, you know, the information is correct and it's delivered um, in a way that people can understand, you know, whether it's, you know, adult, young people, um, old, young, black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican. it, It doesn't matter. People want the information. They want it delivered in a way they can understand it. So I don't really get caught up in, you know, you know, How I look doing it I just want to make sure that I'm doing it the right way
2: That is the voice of Maurice Drummer. He is joining us in studio On the End of Zone show We're going city to city, state to state Worldwide, we keeping it local today So um, You started off as a producer mm-hmm. And Does that seem like light years ago now? <laughs> well uh, In some ways
1: yes, in some ways no Because um, Being a producer is in my blood. You know, I love um, being able to come up with ideas and, you know, put things together. Things go together in my mind and I like to see it come out, you know, whether it's, you know, on the screen or on radio, what have you. I've always, you know, been able to, you know, just kind of carve together thoughts and get them out there and, thank goodness I've been blessed that people have always seemed to really be receptive to it so um, but, just, but in answer to put an answer your question being a producer I've always loved being behind the scenes you know and being able to tell people stories and that's what producing is and so being able to go on the air like I did after 15 years of being a producer now being in the business almost 33 34 years on the air the beautiful thing now is that I get a chance to tell it my way. So I always had ideas that I gave to other guys, and um, and in most instances, you know, those guys or those ladies, they got the credit, you know. But that's part of being a producer. You know, the, the, the thing is, you're behind the scenes, and your job is to make people look good. But in this case, um, you know, I remember my mom would always say, you know what, you put all that stuff together, and you're getting no credit for this. She said, you should be the one telling these stories. And you know what? Uh, mom this is for you you know I, I, I did it I put my money where my mouth is and you know that's what wound up happening I, I was able to uh, you know I had people who you know believed in me and saw things in me that I could be someone who could deliver that message in front of the camera and uh, that's where I am today
2: a question that gets asked people a lot uh, especially in music or whatnot I'm gonna ask you this who was some of your big influences
1: just in my life period or, or yeah, yeah well my mom and dad you know right off the bat uh, you know my mom and dad were two people who um, always worked hard um, always supported me and you know always gave me the confidence always gave me and my my younger brother um, just the just the the confidence to, to be aware of who you are where you came from and and just to be confident out there. And so I'll say my parents, number one. Uh, Professional influences. uh, Man, I gotta turn to, you know, people like James Brown, you know, from CBS Sports, who was my first mentor, Um, Nicole Watson. uh, She's a on-air producer, She's been uh, on camera. She was my first producer, Black like, at Black Entertainment Television, and then just over the years, you know, I've just always have, um, you know, just been able to find just people on the way who someone has to give you a chance, right, along the way. Right. You know, you can, you know, you can you can have talent, you can have, um, you know, maybe the connections, but if you don't have the opportunity to be able to. Tell your story, or to be able to tell someone else's stories. That's what it's all about. So it's about getting the door open, and that's you know that. I think those are two people right off the bat that that helped open that door for me.
2: And I remember uh, watching James Brown as a kid in in the late '80s, and he would call a lot of the Big Red games. Uh, because you know they never got you know the the the, the same status of of, a, of a skins and cowboys, but yeah. they didn't uh, get the summer all yeah, Madden they, games. They, they, they they <laughs> would, yeah, they would not Yeah, we wasn't getting that for the for the cards and bucks, right. you know, in '87. But I saw a lot of saw a lot of him, and always liked you know uh, the way he presented himself on television. Yeah, and I remember you telling me stories about him, and then. Uh, I, having an opportunity to meet him and, and chat with him uh hate the circumstances i did but um just a, a nice man yeah i mean you could tell he's nice to the core and um when you when you talk with him he gives you his undivided attention his head isn't going elsewhere and that's what i really liked about him
1: yeah when you talk to jb uh, you know you would think that you know you're the the only friend <laughs> that he's ever had. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you're right. He is that personable. And for me, um, you know, as a, as a student at the University of Maryland, um, you know, getting a chance to work with him, you know, it really was a dream because I grew up watching him. Uh, I don't know if anybody too many people know this, but, you know, J.B. happens to be one of the greatest basketball players ever came out of the city of Washington, D.C. From the DMV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you probably heard the names Adrian Dantley. Yes. and. And, uh, you know, Danny Ferry, and, you know, I mean, there's all types of names that came out of, you know, the famous DeMatha High School. And J.B. may have been the best of them all. Um, you know, he, you know, got drafted in the NBA uh, by the Atlanta Hawks. Fantastic play, you know, played at Harvard. Um, but, you know, here's a guy who, uh, you know, just had, he was just, but his work ethic, too. You know, his work ethic was amazing. And one thing he always wanted to do was be able to keep his ties to the community so even when he would be working you know weekend sports anchoring at w in washington on the weekends you'd see him at the boston garden interviewing you know casey jones or whoever then you would see him interviewing magic johnson uh you know wherever it might be he was but he would come back from the weekend gig at yeah. cbs and then come back and do the local stuff so, you know, for me to be able to, uh, you know, work with him, uh, took me under his wing, had, you know, he brought me all along with him to, uh, you know, to be an intern on one of his uh, specialty shows, um, you know, called Fast Break. I was the only intern for that show. Wow. With It was just me, JB, and the great uh, Morgan Wooten, the the uh, legendary coach of the Mantha. In fact, the one year I, uh, that I interned on that show, the player of the year uh the high school player of the year was Dennis Scott. Really? <laughs> D- 3D. <laughs> D- 3D. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that shows you how far back I go.
2: That's the voice of Maurice Drummond. He joined us in studio on the inner zone show. We going city to city, state to state worldwide. We keep in the local today. You see so many great stories. We just, we just tapped into that, but there's a whole lot more. I, I definitely want to tap into. So, um, on the other side of the break, okay. we're going to talk a little bit more. I want to talk about your team that, that you're with right now. You guys are kicking kicking some butt. <laughs> right, so I want to talk about the you MOV. guys. Yeah, I want to talk about you guys on the other side of the break. I want to reflect a little bit. And let's talk about what the future holds. All right, we'll do it. All right, we're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is The Network.
0: For neighborhood fun and great pizza, stop by at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. It's just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery at the corner of Arsenal and Lim. Check out either their original hand-tossed pizzas, which are baked with mozzarella, parmigiana, and Mediterranean oregano, or their thick-crust Sicilian pizzas, baked in olive oil along with Sicilian tomato filet sauce, and mediterranean oregano they also have panini sandwiches soups and salads that can go along with your meal you can also stop in for the brunch every saturday and sunday from 10 a.m to 2 p.m cafe piazza also brings fun to the neighborhood next door with the benson parkade an entertaining spot filled with pool tables arcade games darts and more so head on over to cafe piazza and the Benton parkade. Located at 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp, Open Monday to Thursday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday from 11 a.m. to midnight. Saturday from 10 a.m. to midnight. And Sunday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Kalia Collier.
2: We're trailblazing right now,
1: Arlington. Uh, I think what Carolyn is doing with this club is a testament. What I've done with the surge and now being able to work alongside of such phenomenal leadership Uh, is we have to stay the course right now and then we have to pay it forward uh, of being able to provide those opportunities for other women in leadership to be able to have a seat at the table and that's what our next generation is looking at right now
0: on the in the zone network